This is the Thursday, November 18th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for the day and weekend. So settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgerman and Anita Marks here on a Thursday morning, getting you ready for Thursday night football, of course. Maybe some NBA action, and we'll even spin it forward to the week ahead. Anita, let's dive right in. Thursday night football, the Atlanta Falcons hosting the New England Patriots. Seven, six and a half, maybe, if you're lucky. You can find Patriots favored in Atlanta tonight. A total of 47. We'll get to our props in just a second, but side and total, any way you're looking at this matchup? Yeah, so full disclosure, Coming into this podcast, I had the Patriots minus six and a half. I like the under at 47. And then I had a very lengthy phone call with Michael Rothstein, who covers the Atlanta Falcons this morning. We spoke for over 30 minutes and he walked me off of that. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons why I like the Patriots coming in, right? Like, I think a lot of people are underestimating them. They're hands down the better team. They've, la- they've won their last four, three of them blowouts. They have arguably the best offensive line. Mac Jones is showing everybody why he should have been the first quarterback drafted. Like I said at the beginning of the draft cycle, Um, he's pushing the ball down the field, using a lot of play action. The Patriots defense has really come around. They've got 14 turnovers on the season. They're only allowing 4.8 yards per play, which is uh, the least uh, in the NFL the last three weeks. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, They play the third most dime package, which really uh, plays well into contesting and contending against what Atlanta likes to do well with Patterson as well as Pitt. And oh, by the way, Atlanta is horrible at home. They only average 282 total yards at home. They're just bad. It's cold Lanta. It's not hot Lanta when the Falcons play at home. So for all those reasons, but A few things Michael shared with me, and he said this team is desperate. They know that this is what it comes down to. They lose this game. Their season's over. And so, you know, I'm worried about that backdoor cover. Uh, We've seen it time and time again this this year, the season in the NFL. So a few ways I'm playing this. Uh, I'm going to use the Patriots as a two-team six-point teaser, which I've loved to do so far this season. So I'll tease them down to a half a point. I'm going to align them with the Tennessee Titans minus four against the Texans. I'm also going to align them with the Bills minus one at home against the Colts this week. So those are the two uh, teams along with the Patriots that I'm going to align that two team six point teaser with. Also, there's some game prop bets that I like here, Tyler team with the most punts hands down. It's going to be Atlanta and you can get that at minus 140. And here's another interesting Total fourth down conversions over one and a half. And you can get that at plus money, plus 115. A few things, both these coaches and their offensive coordinators, right? Like they're aggressive. They'll take risks. Um, So I can totally see the Patriots going forward on fourth down and converting. And I can totally see Arthur Smith doing that in the second half if they're behind. So uh, I, I think that's a, a, a really an interesting and a smart play, especially at plus money. So that, that's how I'm playing the game tonight. 
Okay, interesting game props in there with fourth downs and punts. Not surprising, though, that you're digging that deep into the card, uh, Anita. I'll take a, a stab at the a total first and foremost. I like the under as well. Uh, Patriots defense second in the National Football League and opponent points per game. We know that they seemingly are getting better and better each and every week under Bill Belichick. Um, the Atlanta offense it just doesn't have as many ways to beat you now that Calvin Ridley um, is out dealing with uh, mental health issues. Kyle Pitts is obviously a great young athletic tight end, but what does Bill Belichick do the best? Uh, he takes away whatever your most dangerous weapon is. So um, we'll get to props in a second, but I think Matt Ryan's going to have a tough time uh, using guys like Gage and uh, Zacchaeus to uh, beat a New England team or put a lot of points on the board, so to speak. So 47, the only way I think this gets over is um, the way that the Patriots game last week got over is because they scored 40-something points themselves against the Browns. I, I think they'll regress a little bit on the road offensively. Um, I think this is going to be a game that features, you know, minimal play volume, fewer snaps because of the uh, Patriots propensity, pardon me, to run the football and the fact that uh, Atlanta just won't have much going on offense. So um, I'm going to play under 47. Uh, I really think the, the Falcons are going to do their part for the under. My concern is just the Patriots. So hopefully Atlanta gets a few stops on defense. As far as the side is concerned, there's an interesting um, nugget that we're going to talk about on today's Daily Wager show. Um, ESPN News, I believe, is what we're on today at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. This season, when two teams match up, if the matchup features a team that failed to cover the week before versus a team that did cover the week prior, betting on the team that failed to cover in this matchup the week prior, ATS, is 44-23. and 23. I'll repeat that again, 44 and 23. So in this wow. matchup, wow. we have a Falcon team that failed to cover last week versus mm -hmm. a Patriots team that absolutely did cover last week. And this season, in this particular uh, instance and matchup, the Falcon side or the team that failed to cover last week is 44 and 23. So uh, I know Joe's on the Falcons plus seven. I would like to get it back up to plus seven. But if you buy that trend for whatever reason, the Falcons is the right side based on what we've seen um, this year. So uh, that's an interesting nugget. We're going to talk about it further on Daily Wager today. Um, but that's why if I do play a side, it will be the Falcon side plus six and a half. Loved it more yesterday when it was at plus seven. Um, but definitely going under uh, considering seven of the last eight Thursday night games have gone under the total. All right, real quickly, any props? that you want to dive into. I'll get mine out of the way because there's really only one guy I'm looking at. And I kind of discussed it a little bit earlier. I wonder if you're on the same thing with me, Bill Belichick taking away Kyle Pitts. That's the, the, the one kind of angle I'm going to look at in this game. Kyle Pitts is receiving prop is 61 and a half. His reception prop is four and a half. Um, there's, I think a 135 juice to the under of his receiving yardage total of 61 and a half. I'm going to play that under, and I think it's actually plus money plus 115 on under four and a half receptions. I'm going to play that under. It's going to play both and, and hope that Belichick does what I think he's done with a pattern in his career is identify your most dangerous offensive weapon and take that away. So that's how I'm looking at playing props in this matchup. What do you got, Anita? Yeah. Um, how much time do we have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Tyler, you know me. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, so let's start with my Patriots props. Uh, Mac Jones over one and a half touchdown passes. Now, uh, you know me. I love Mac. I'm going to be wearing my Mac Jones T-shirt tonight on the show. As you said, ESPN 2, 6 o'clock Eastern time. Tune in. Um, but here's an interesting trend for you as well. Over the last 10 seasons, 
36 rookies have started on Thursday night and only nine have thrown for at least 250 yards and only 10 have attempted at least 35 passes. So prior to me seeing that stat and really doing a deep dive into game scripts and how I think this is going to play out, I was over attempts, over completions, over yards. So, and, and I, and now with, with Damian Harris back in action and healthy and ready to go, he's not even listed as questionable. He's off the injury report. Um, I just think game script, I think, I think, you know, this is one of the most even keeled teams in the NFL. I I think he's going to rush the ball a lot. So, but I do like the Mac Jones over one and a half touchdown passes. And you get that at minus 130. As I said, Harris back in action over 52 and a half rushing yards. I don't quite uh, understand why this is so, so, so little, maybe because Stevenson had such a great week last week without Harris there, but it's evident that he's the lead back. Uh, anytime touchdown for him at minus 108, anytime touchdown and the Patriots win with him is at plus 140. Uh, you know, this is an Atlanta Falcons team. They're one of the worst teams against the rush. Um, so uh, then on top of that, you've got Kendrick Bourne, who I, I and, and I know, you know, you're, you just joined uh, the show this, this season, but last season, Tyler, I was all over Bourne because Kyle Shanahan loved Kendrick Bourne. I'm really surprised that he let him go. And it was no surprise to me that Bill Belichick and the Patriots picked him up. He's just, he's one of the most clean, clear route runners. He's very precise. He's very systematic. And he's a wide receiver that fits that system and makes things a lot easier for Mac Jones. So I'm going born over two and a half receptions, over 34 and a half receiving yards. And I'll get all, also his longest reception, 18 and a half. His last eight games, Get this, man. He's caught 30 of 37 targets for 493 yards, almost 500 yards, three touchdowns. And, uh, and you know, he's, he's, he's the long ball guy. You know, in, in four games, he's over 18. And some games, his longest receptions are 40, 42, 45 yards. Also, Hunter Henry, anytime touchdown at plus 190. Hunter Henry, anytime touchdown and the Patriots win, you can get it plus 260. I love that. The interior pass catchers have really uh, just feasted on the Atlanta Falcons secondary. Uh, Mike Gusecki, Waddle combined for 14 of 134 and a touchdown back on week seven. Um, And so, which really all sets well for Hunter Henry. And oh, by the way, he's got a touchdown, Tyler, in six of his last seven games. And Janu Smith is dealing with that shoulder issue. So he's expected to be out. So Hunter Hunter Henry is going to get um, a, a lot of action later on tonight. As for the Falcons, I'm with you, Kyle Pitts under, but I'm going Kyle Pitts under four and a half receptions. I'm with you. I think Bill Belichick takes Kyle Pitts out of the equation. You just, he's so athletic, Tyler. I'm worried about him. Listen, he can get one, one reception and take it for 42 yards. So I'm just worried. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away from the, the over under with the yardage because he's such an immense specimen and an athlete. So, but I'm going to go under four and a half receptions. He only averages four receptions a game. And we're on the same page here. Bill Belichick's going to take him out of, out of the equation. Now, here's the thing, though, Tyler. We, all of this is contingent on whether or not Cordero Patterson is going to play or not, right? Like, if Patterson is out, there's a chance that Pitts could get 15 targets, right? So, you know, we're, you know for, for me and, I, and, and for you, like, we're banking on the Patriots' defense and them doing their job, regardless of how many targets Pitts gets. 
Um, I'm also going, um, if there's no Patterson, and, and, and understand that this is the biggest storyline heading into this game tonight. And again, I was on the phone with Michael Rothstein for a while. It's going to get, it's going to go all the way to kickoff. Like they're going to work him out prior to the game, see what he does. And then here's another thing, Tyler, we don't know. Is he go, like, how bad is that ankle? Is he just going to be a decoy or are they going to s- scheme for him? We don't know. But if Patterson doesn't play, I love Tajay Sharp over receptions. Uh, that number hasn't posted yet. I think for all the reasons that I just discussed with you and also over 25 and a half receiving yards, um, you know, Patterson is such a crucial part of he's got already 776 total yards, seven touchdowns. As you mentioned, no Ridley. Russell Gage is struggling. Hayden Hurst is expected to be out. So if no Patterson, jump on sharp as soon as you can. And last but not least, take a long shot. This is just this is I'm just throwing it into the wind. Okay, this is taking al dente pasta and throwing it up against the wall. (laughs) And that's Lee Smith. Anytime touchdown at eight to one, because here's the thing. If Patterson's out when they get in the red zone and let's say hypothetically speaking, they're taking Pitts out of the equation. What what's what's uh, Ryan going to do? So I I think at eight to one, I think this could be a sneaky good play. Put a dollar on it. Put five dollars on it. Put ten dollars, whatever you're you know, whatever your, uh, you know, amount, reasonable amount is. But I think Lee Smith, anytime touchdown at eight to one could be a sneaky good play. Again, if and only if Patterson is inactive tonight. All right. A thorough look at Falcons and Patriots. Who knew we would have so much? Well, we knew because we, we, <laughs> that's what we like to do, Anita. Um, all right. Let's real quickly spin it to the NBA and uh, then get out of here. It's a uh, Six-game card tonight on a Thursday, and I actually have a pretty convincing lean on almost all of these games. The Heat are playing the Wizards at home. Both are on the second game of a back-to-back. Heat laying six and a half, and I'd go ahead and lay that number despite how good Washington has been this season. Um, The the bottom line is the Heat are just been a unit at home. They're five and one ATS at home. Um, I believe they're second uh, in the uh, uh, NBA in terms of uh, net rating uh, still, but they didn't have Bam. And Kyle Lowry last night. I think Lowry's going to be available tonight. We'll see about Bam. But Jimmy Butler did play last night. So um, I imagine he should be available after he had a triple-double. So I'm expecting him to have at least Lowry and uh, Butler, if not all, not all three of those guys, added to Tyler Hero and be mostly healthy for a game that matters in the standings because of how good Washington has been. Uh, the Warriors are laying nine and a half in Cleveland. And Cleveland's shorthanded. Um, uh, Jared Allen, um, uh, Evan Mobley. Uh, Colin Sexton, um, Laurie Markkinen is still kind of uh, dealing with a little uh, issue. So that's a team that's banged up, and the Warriors are the best team in the NBA right now. As long as that's under 10, I kind of like that. If you're worried about a letdown spot, maybe play them in the first half. I do like the Nuggets and Sixers to go under in Denver. That's 209.5. I like the T-Wolves and Spurs to go under 219 in Minnesota. And I like the Jazz laying nine and a half at home against the Raptors. They're an awesome team at home, and after a a few stumbles uh, recently, they've really picked things up. And uh, and their last game especially absolutely blew out. I believe it was the 76ers uh, that they played, but absolutely blew them out. And I think they're back on track and trying to reestablish their dominance, especially at home, which is a trim we've seen uh, over the last uh, two years. I believe the uh, Utah Jazz are something like 31 and 16 ATS at home. So they've been a really good home team to bet on. Uh, anything in the association uh, that, that sticks out to you or anything else you wanted to uh, uh, throw our listeners away before we got out of here, Anita? Yeah, really quick. Just, you know, prepping for the rest of the remainder of the, the week uh, and some of the Sunday games. Um, 
just uh, right as of right now, I like the Eagles minus two against the Saints. I like the Bengals minus one against the Raiders. I love the Giants plus 11 against the Bucs. Yeah, that keeps going up. Saquon Barkley back. They get uh, Thomas back on the offensive line. Bucks, you know, no Vita Vea. They're struggling. Who knows what's going on with Tommy Boy? Uh, and also, I'm on two teams, six, two, two teams, six point teasers. I like the Bills minus one against the Colts, as well as the Titans minus four against the Texans and, uh, and some dogs root, root, in the fight. I like, Dallas. <laughs> I like Dallas plus eight and a half against Kansas City. How is the wrong team is favored here, Tyler? Don't you think? I agree. Like, I right? agree. Like, I, I like Dallas on the money line. And I, I know you're a six-point teaser, Queen. No, no, I, I, I think this is a massive overreaction on the Chiefs oh looking God. right. Um, oh, the, the Cowboys are, what, 8-1 and ATS this season. They're obviously one of the best, oh. deepest, most balanced teams in the NFL. Uh, if I'm playing six-point teaser legs, I'm taking the six points and tacking it onto the Dallas Cowboys, make them exactly. eight-and-a-half-point exactly. dogs. Exactly. And I think you have That's a real nice margin of error there. So uh, I'm with so, you. I'm going to sprinkle something on the uh, Cowboys money line there and use them in, in six-point teasers uh, and make them an eight and Half point dog. And last but not least, uh, the Washington football team plus nine against Carolina. Um, but I, I just I think it's going to take a hot second for Cam Newton to really kind of get up to speed with that offense. I, I know we've seen good things for him when he's like on the goal line. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but, there's, but there's especially he's going up against his old coach, Ron Rivera, that I think will have an advantage. So uh, so Washington plus nine, Dallas plus eight and a half as a two team tease, two team six point teaser. Bills minus one, Titans minus four as a two team six point teaser. So these are so, these are some of the plays I'm leaning on now. Yep. And as we, as we always know, Tyler, you want to jump on these lines now because if you wait until Sunday, you're not going to get the value. You know what right. I mean? You're not going to get the value. I agree. Yeah. All right. There it is. About 20 minutes of the uh, bets you need heading into the the betting day. But you knew that when you know what you signed up for when you tune into the Thursday uh, Daily Wager (laughs) podcast with Tyler and Anita. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. We appreciate you listening. Best of luck this evening and all weekend long. And we will talk to you later on the Daily Wager podcast. (laughs) 